0: knowledge gained is not equal to knowledge applied. You know, but when you gonna apply it? I mean gathering knowledge is good, but applying it to the optimum level is the best. So why wait? Today is the day. Now's the time to execute, act and in fact apply. Let's get started. Welcome all to his Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Today, we're going to summarize the actions, effects and all the applications of catecholamines revolving around some situations like shock, hypotension, cardiac arrhythmias and some kind of local vascular effects. So, first and foremost, in the states of shock, Underperfusion perfusion of organs and tissues associated with low blood pressure and less oxygen delivery is the state of shock amongst the most important causes of shocks the one that i will choose to tell they are cardiac failure hypovolemia states embolism sepsis anaphylaxis etc as the blood pressure lowers down there is accompanied sympathetic activation too and there is a following vasoconstriction, rise in the heart rate and also heart contraction. Non-pharmacological and pharmacological both are the routes of the treatment. The former, that is the non-pharmacological, it consists of maintaining hemodynamics. If there is sepsis associated, Then, antibiotics, they are good treatment choice. Heart contraction is helped with adrenergic receptor agonist drugs. Talking specifically, beta agonist drugs enhance the heart rate and contraction. Alpha agonist drugs, they enhance the peripheral resistance. And dopamine, it leads to renal and splanchnic vasodilatation the preload it is enhanced with the fluid administration while it is decreased with diuretics nitrates etc nor epinephrine it raises the peripheral vasoconstriction epinephrine enhances the cardiac state the cardiac rate and sometimes too much to cause arrhythmias yes there are side effect. dopamine is anotropic in nature and it also leads to renal vasodilatation it has a dose dependent effect in high doses it generally affects and activates the alpha receptors the dose is around 10 to 15 microgram per kg rather more and in this particular dose that is more than 10 to 15 microgram per kg it leads to peripheral vasoconstriction what about dobutamine dobutamine it aims to enhance the cardiac contraction only I mean there is no effect on the heart rate now for profound hypertension that is raised blood pressure epinephrine norepinephrine phenylephrine mephentermine, myodrine, ephedrine dopamine methoxamine these are the drugs in specific states as in the case of cardiogenic shock a combined effect of reflex vasoconstriction and an alpha agonist drug it may be enough to make up for the impaired circulation Nitroprusside is a very good option in this situation why because it benefits by decreasing the cardiac workload and it also maintains the adequate blood pressure on the other hand. Excessive nitric oxide that is capital NO production during septic shock. It produces a complex mixture of sign and symptoms. And this will be managed with the drugs like antibiotics and dobutamine or dopamine. Hammerage is controlled during the surgical procedures with epinephrine. Another action of epinephrine which you cannot ignore is the prolongation of the anesthetic action. Yes, anesthesia action, it can be extended when it is administered with epinephrine. Why? Because it retards the absorption of the anesthetic drug. Priapism, that is a kind of a side effect that is seen with the use of sildenephil, which is a phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitor drug, and that is during the treatment of erectile dysfunction. So it's a kind of a painful situation. Priapism is treated with intrapenile injection of alpha agonist drugs. Oxymetazoline and phenylephrine they both help in sinus surgery via the vasoconstrictor effect. Clonidine. That's an alpha agonist. It is useful to treat hypertension. Other alpha agonist drugs they usually aid by raising the blood pressure, especially in the states of orthostatic hypotension. That is when you stand up, your blood pressure goes down. So one leading cause of this particular state is the autonomic failure in the situations like shy dragger syndrome so what could be the possible best choice of drugs sympathomimetic drugs they are one of the treatment courses they are not the single treatment courses they are one of the treatment courses adopted for cure of shy dragger syndrome and one of the best choices of drugs is Mido dream that is a mixed acting sympathomimetic agent now these were some of the local vascular effects while also the effect for the treatment of hypotension specifically if we talk about the most useful in the orthostatic hypotension now let's move on to our next application that is cardiac arrhythmias cardiac arrest is treated with epinephrine epinephrine increases the diastolic blood pressure it also enhances the coronary flow The cerebral blood flow is actually preserved or protected. Cerebral and coronary perfusion is improved. And in the condition of paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia, that is capital PSVT, phenylephrine, it may enhance the blood pressure and also it may enhance the vagal tone. Another important application is the short-term treatment of hemodynamic unstable patients which are also suffering from bradycardia. They can be treated with a combination of norepinephrine and atropine. So all in all, we have summarized the treatment of shock, hypotension, cardiac arrhythmias along with miscellaneous local vascular actions of sympathomimetic drugs. I'm sure it was very well comprehensible and good to go for today. Well, that's all for today's episode. It's a wrap time. And before I depart, I will be continuing more of the applications of sympathomimetic agents in upcoming episode. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates, and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is Pharmacology Difficult? If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.